I hadn't intended to leave it seven months before recording another episode of this podcast, but um, sometimes things don't go to plan. However, I'm recording this on Thursday the 16th, so yesterday, uh, 15th of February 2023, was my 52nd birthday. That means uh, my 52nd year on this planet is now over, which in turn means I've reached the end of my year 52 challenge. Now, I've never liked those TV shows that suddenly end on a cliffhanger and then the next series never gets commissioned, so you never know what happens uh, in the end. So I'm not going to let Year 52 go down that slippery slope. I'm going to bring full closure to the podcast. And with this, the last episode, uh, let you know how I got on since I went off the podcast radar back in July last year. So grab a cuppa, plug in your earphones, And let me regale you with wonderful stories about all the stuff that I haven't bought this last year. Year 52. The brand new podcast. About a year of nothing new. Well, here we are, episode 10 and uh, my final um, podcast in this uh, series of Year 52, a year of nothing new. Uh, And as Barney keeps telling me, this is no longer the brand new podcast, but um, I can't remember how to change the jingle. So uh, Year 52 will always be the brand new podcast about not buying anything new, uh, even when it's not. So for those of you whose memory may be as full of holes as mine is, um, this time last year I decided to set myself a challenge not buying anything new for a whole year. Uh, And I decided I'd record this podcast about my experiences as I went along. Now, having made this bold and brave pledge to the world in a rather off-the-cuff way, I um, soon realised the the enormity of what I was proposing. So I quickly uh, established some exemptions uh, to try and make life just a little bit less harsh over the the year. So uh, they were not to buy... Um, any new stuff, but I could um, buy consumables, um, some minor materials for, you know, renovating and repairing stuff, um, and anything on my birthday list that I hadn't received, which I think I'd already bought by that point anyway. Um, I also gave myself um, some wild cards, uh, sort of get out, get out of jail cards that I could use to, to treat myself uh, to a new purchase of something during the year. Now, um, I won't recap the experiences of my early months, as there are nine uh, previous podcasts that you can listen to if you're intrigued, Um, and hopefully you may have even listened to some already. But let me just say that these were uh, perhaps the most challenging months, and um, the most intriguing ones as I tried to work out how to get by and uh, rid myself of the addiction and affliction of uh, constantly wanting to buy stuff. At first, um, I had fun um, exploring the world of second-hand purchasing. Um, eBay, Gumtree, car boot sales, charity shops, they all became my uh, new best friends. Um, but I still found myself buying stuff, uh, just not buying new stuff. And uh, it was a, an adventure. But as the months went by, and I think the novelty of trying to buy everything second-hand wore off, um, something strange started to happen. I, I, I started to become a miser. 
a Grinch. I mean, I actually began to find that I stopped buying stuff full stop. And so as more months went by, I, um, I began to feel a bit guilty, um, self-conscious about the whole act of going into a shop uh, and even considering buying something, which, um, which I did do uh, uh, a couple of times when I used my wild cards um, for a particular reason. I now ask myself, was that because second-hand stuff was disappointing, not worth the hassle? Um, because if truth be told, I think in this day and age when the convenience of shopping has been so prioritised, with you know massive choice of everything at the touch of your fingertips on a screen and almost instant deliveries to your front door and easy returns in case of problems, then... Actually having to um, spend time going somewhere, searching out what you want, something that's not in great condition and is probably just as expensive as a new one. Well, it all seems sometimes a bit of a faff. But I set myself this challenge. No one forced me into it or even suggested it, so I persevered. And I have to say that over time, I actually got used to it. And you know what? I think some of the habits have now become instinctive. Because now, um, whenever I think I need something, I automatically find myself setting filter on the Google search to look for used items. And if I need something for a one-off use, I'll think which friend is most likely to have it, usually Richard, um, and I'll ask if I can borrow it. Um, and if no luck there, I'll see if there's a rental option. Having said that, I have found that there are some things that have been quite difficult and frankly, I'm not sure are worth the effort for me. And perhaps um, surprisingly at the top of my list is clothes. Now, according to my kids, uh, rather controversially, I am no fashion guru, uh, even when I can buy what I want. However, uh, when my options are limited to what is available in the various charity shops along the high street, then... Uh, my early experiences of trying to search out something I like were, well, quite frankly, very unfruitful. I also don't find the customer experience of the typical charity shop particularly endearing and found that, you know, rather than coming out with the clothes I went in for, I would more often than not just come out with a couple of other knackered old picture frames which one day I hope to restore and stick a photo in. Um, there are quite a few of these now clogging up our hallway, much to Mindy's chagrin. So in the end, I have generally just got by with the clothes that I had in my cupboard on my 51st birthday. And no one's commented on how shabby I look, or come to think of it, you know, how nice I look either. Um, but just occasionally, you know, I've borrowed a couple of items from Barney. Uh, I'm not sure he knows this, so I will probably get in trouble now, but... Um, it's the advantage of having a son who is now more or less my size. Um, the disadvantage, of course, is that a, a man of my age doesn't look good in what uh, goes for teen fashion these days. Um, but just to be clear, I, I've only borrowed a few bits of neglected sports apparel, so nothing inappropriate and um, certainly nothing that wasn't well washed and clean. Anyway, since uh, that last episode back in July... Uh, quite a lot's happened. 
Um, there was the whole of the summer holidays. There was uh, Christmas. And around those, um, a whole slew of birthdays, including some big ones, um, all bringing their own challenges for someone not trying to buy anything new. So, uh, I mean, let's start with the summer. Getting ready for the summer holidays was the first of those challenges, I guess. Um, now, I have plenty of T-shirts, a few pairs of shorts and, you know, a well-worn pair of flip-flops. So I didn't think I need anything new. Um, and then I managed to lose one of my pairs of sunglasses. Uh, I have two pairs of sunglasses. And um, shortly after that, I managed to break the other pair. Uh, and all this happened just before we were due to head off for a fortnight in Croatia, uh, a country uh, the, where the sun seems to shine about 25 hours a day and uh, borders a beautiful but very reflective sea pretty much everywhere you go. Um, so I needed some glasses. Now, fortunately for me, um, one evening shortly before we flew out, some friends came over for, uh, for a drink and we sat out in the garden as the sun dipped below the horizon. My uh, mate took off his sunglasses and put them on the table. Now, I kept him drinking, and when he eventually got up to leave, I ushered him quickly to the front door. Uh, and unfortunately for him, he carelessly left his glasses on the table. Um, fortunately for me, um, my summer shopping dilemma had been resolved. Now, Alex, if you would uh, like them back, you're welcome to come and get them now. Um, but I did appreciate it. Anyway, we had a fabulous holiday in the end, such a beautiful country uh, and would strongly recommend it if you uh, have never been. Um, and I did manage to avoid buying anything new, I think. Um, anyway, but here were my top five tips, no, four tips, uh, on how to get through the summer holidays without buying anything new. So, number one, uh, fill up your suitcase with stuff before you go away and then you'll have no space to bring anything back. Um, number two was just wear what you wore last year. Um, works for me. Uh, number three, um, make yourself a set of blinkers, you know, like the horses at the horse races, for walking through the duty-free uh, uh, section of the airport terminal and just push on straight through to the departure gate, stopping only on the way to pick up a free newspaper to read instead. Uh, and number four, finally, don't break anything just before you need to go away that you're going to need. Yeah. So if you follow all of this, then your holiday should be year 52 compliant and you can spend all your money on lovely booze and food and good local sustainable activities rather than buying loads of cheap tack. So birthdays and Christmas. Uh, well, yeah, they proved to be a problem. Um, so firstly, I, I think I need to apologise to my godchildren because I will be the first to admit they got a bit of a rough deal this year. So, sorry Angus, Poppy. Um, I will endeavour to do better by you next year. Uh, Jack, well, you're past the age at which I continue to buy you presents anyway, but um, I don't think I even sent you a card this year. God, how miserable am I? I'm sorry, lad. Um, but uh, what else? My brother, he turned 50 this year. And he may not thank me for pointing that out, of course, but he's still younger than me. Always has been. Always will be. Um, even if he's 
better looking than me or better at golf or better at hosting Christmas. But anyway, I used up one of my wild cards on him for, um, for, for his landmark birthday. Uh, and I decided to make him a photo book from our earlier years. Now, that did involve um, quite a lot of um, time input from me. Um, but in the end, I did also have to buy the book um, uh, because I, th I think a web album just wasn't going to cut it. So that was my first wildcard, I think, that I ended up using. Uh, and then there was Mindy. Oh, Mindy, whose birthday is uh, 10 days before Christmas, um, 21 again this year. Uh, and, um, well, you know, December is a joyful but um, also rather stressful month for me. Um, there's her birthday. There's Christmas for everyone. Um, the two of my godchildren also have birthdays in December. And, you know, there's lots of other celebrating generally to do. So um, let's just say <laughs> that I used all of my remaining wildcards in December. Um, and um, perhaps, you know, bent the occasional rule. Too, but um, yeah, where possible, I tried to buy consumable gifts uh, or second-hand items. I mean, after all, who needs a new easel to paint on, eh, Dad? When um, you can have one that you know brings years of artistic endeavour and, ta and talent with it. Yeah, that's what I thought. But um, to be honest, I reckon that um, getting to December and uh, only having used up one of my wild cards in the ten months was um, pretty good going. So, you know, even with those exemptions and tweaks to the rules. And, um, yeah, look, I feel quite proud uh, of my achievement to have completed the, uh, the whole year challenge without uh, really going beyond my um, exemptions and wildcards. So the big question, I guess, is has it been worth it? Well, to be honest... I mean, I guess one man's abstinence from buying new stuff for years is not going to have or make much of a dent on overall global waste and resource use. Um, but it has at a micro level. Um, it saved me, us, uh, a few bob at a time when that's come in pretty handy. Um, it's been quite re rewarding, actually, to set myself you know, micro-challenges of trying to find something specific and then actually you know, achieve them. Um, and even if it just gets a few of my friends and family thinking about buying less stuff and the reuse economy, then you know I'll be happy with that. I've also uh, taught myself a rudimentary new skill, making a podcast. Um, I mean, for years I've seen this icon on my, app, on my Mac um, for something called GarageBand. Um, which, not being very musical, I had no idea what it was for. Um, but I set myself another challenge to try and um, use it to record my podcasts and, and to then be able to upload them onto the podcast app. And after a bit of time on YouTube, um, I think I got to grips with some of the very basics. Um, of course, it turns out that there are much easier ways of doing it on your phone. But hey, why go the easy route when there's a hard one to choose? But I also think um, this challenge is um, probably going to have a, a longer-term impact, um, a legacy. Um, I, th I think I'll continue to borrow stuff or look for um, second-hand stuff first, um, rather than just sort of instinctively um, buy something new. Um, 
And I'll make it um, clear right now that if I've got anything uh, that someone needs, uh, then I'm very ha happy to um, to be a lender, to lend it out too. So um, do do let me know. Um, but in fact, um, for my birthday, uh, one of the things this year, uh, one of the things that um, Mindy has just uh, given me is um, membership of something called the Brighton Community Workshop, which is a, a, a great uh, initiative that I, um, I, I came across but have never used so far. And, and they have a tool library uh, and a workshop um, where I'll be able to sort of go and borrow tools that I don't have, which, uh, yeah, it's great. I'm looking forward to it. In fact, um, I think a Brighton Community Workshop is, um, is going to be my very last green tip of the pod. Um, so if you're local here in Brighton, then, then um, look them up and, you know, perhaps I'll see you there. We can fight over the last hacksaw together. Uh, it's um, website www.bcw.org.uk. So that's it, folks. Uh, I'm going to wrap up this final episode now um, but before I go uh, I want to say a massive thank you to uh, my immediate family who've put up with me um, through this challenge over the last year but who've been um, you know a tremendous support to me and uh, uh, both with the challenge and with this podcast I mean they've had to deal with my refusals to even buy stuff for them with their money um, which to be honest was mostly because I was just being lazy rather than principled but uh, seemed a good excuse. Um, they've been game for coming on this podcast as guests, uh, and they've even listened to the podcasts, well, or at least some of them have, uh, Lola. <coughs> and um, they've even tried to laugh at my attempts of humour. Um, so thank you, guys. Um, I also wanted to thank all of um, the other family members and friends who were brave enough to come on the pod as guests. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed our chats. It's been fun. And, um, you know, listening to your tips on going green and just sort of hearing how optimistic you were of my chances of success. Um, apart from you, Dad. Um, we'll talk later. Um, anyway, but I hope to, I guess, get a load more people on, but it just never worked out. But uh, great guests. So thank you all. Of course, I want to thank uh, all you listeners. Um, however many you are, um, or whether it's just you, Mum. Uh, but uh, I appreciate anyone who's uh, tuned in and listened. It's been uh, great to share my thoughts with you. And, um, yeah, finally, I just want to say a big thank you to uh, Mindy and uh, my brother Paul, who organised the original Green Pledges um, for my 50th birthday that so many of you um, made. And, you know, that inspired me to make my pledge back and take this challenge. And as I've said many a time, it was just an amazing thing. And um, it provided me with this inspiration. So so thanks, guys. And that's it. The end of my challenge uh, and the end of my foray into podcasting for at least now. Um, I'm off to Screwfix to go and buy myself a new pipe cutter to celebrate. But um, anyway, I guess you won't be able to see it. But uh, apparently what I've got to do now is drop the microphone. So here goes. Ouch. Fell on my face.